We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the post-game summer league game number one heat beat podcast. That's a mouthful. We'll work on that title. I'm your host, Frankie G. With me today, Coach Lou Saucy Takes. How you doing today, buddy? Oh man, excited. We finally got basketball. I know it's been two, three weeks, whatever. It feels like way too damn long. And uh I think Polter Ghost Polter Ghost? Yeah, Polter Ghost said it best, man. I think. I think we we need an apology out of you, man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll talk about that uh, as we get to it. Uh, but Heat win, very nice performance out of game one. Uh, all the guys looked pretty nice. Uh, we're going to go in depth a little bit just to, to talk about um, each each of the guys, what, what we were expecting, what we saw from them, what they need to work on. Uh, Chad is asking for apologies for Triple J uh triple j looks good he still needs to work laterally <laughs> like he uh he yeah. looks good offensively everything we thought about him was was true he worked he looks great offensively uh his lateral quickness isn't there at, uh, vertically athletically he's great i just he can't go i i still don't know who he guards because he can't uh guard point of attack he's more of a team defender than a um we, you know positional defender with zone defense he's going to look great and he's going to fit in he's going to be a pro for a long long time uh love the kid love the kid and it, it just there's still guys i would have liked better at the spot but if, <laughs> I, I trust the heat's intel you know let's talk about him uh lou jaime Jaquez, big time performance 22 points 53 percent from the field uh what would you, what'd you like from him so um what i like from him is how he responded i think how he came out in that first quarter um, wasn't really. I think he was like jittery, like you know the emotions. He was he was ready to go. He was a little too amped up. Picked up like three fouls in the first quarter. Um, a couple of tos, airballed his first shot, missed his first catch and shoot three, and then once he really just settled in, you can you can tell, man. And that's that's exactly what I tweeted. Like Heat fans will love this kid after the first summer league game because he is. 
he's beyond this level of competition in my eyes. Um, he's he's already proven it in college for four years. Like they could not fucking guard him. And it continued today after a rough start, like you stated, eight for 15. What impressed me the most was honestly his ability. So first of all, he still looked comfortable getting downhill and they were putting Max Christie on him, which, you know, if we're watching the game, he was phenomenal for the Lakers as well. Um, he was still getting comfortable getting to his spot, but his ability to shoot off the catch stood out, man. Three for seven from three was just, just very, um, the shot looked comfortable. Is, is the best way I can put it, For especially sure. off the catch. And that's kind of what his role is going to be in, in you know, to at least to start in the NBA. So I I think I think the Heat have some tough decisions ahead. <laughs> no, for, for sure. Real. And, and the, like you said, the shot looks pretty. The shot prep was really uh, consistently well, mm-hmm. uh, ready to shoot on every catch and shoot. Um, that was one of the things I was more confident that the the shooting percentages would be better in the in the league just because of the spacing's better, and he would have to do less work um, offensively. Like he's he's gets to play off guys instead of being the lead guy like he was in college. And getting more catch and shoot instead of off the dribble, like that's going to help his game a lot. Um, the in-between game was nice. Um, defense, you know, he had a couple posters, uh, ran the floor really well. Hit, you know, his connectivity with his teammates for his first game was great. Um, I, I thought he looked really well. Chubby Baby says he thinks he's going to guard forwards, do okay. I, I think so, but I think guards can still attack him. And if they plan on playing out the four, he's really – he's not really long enough to play the four like against small ball lineups. Yeah. But um, he's like, like solidly a three and needs to get stronger. But I, I like what I see. He's going to be like a 12 year pro just because his offensive game and his feel is so, so strong to start. Yeah. Already. yeah. Right there with you. I think he guards threes and fours, um, mostly fours, but um, we'll see. We'll see where that ends up. But I, we got to talk about him, Frankie. <laughs> I, I got to ask you, man. I got to throw the lob to you. Somebody that um, I've, I've, I've been pretty public saying I need to see some, some improvement. I need to see where he's at with his new body, man. Jovic, uh, it's Jovic season. Every uh, he's trending on Twitter. What did what did you see? What did you like? What didn't you like? Uh, Jovic, man, I really love the aggressiveness. The the uh, consistently pushing the, bo- the ball, pushing the pace, uh, got to the rim a ton, uh, seven free throws, I think it was, um, yep. being aggressive, finishing through contact, playing through contact, making good decisions. He had like four turnovers, uh, which some of it is just, you know, him uh, getting used to new teammates. And But it w- I, I didn't see anything that was too alarming um, on that end. Shot the ball well, was efficient, rebounded. Um, still needs to work on his post, uh, on his drop defense in the pick and roll. Still laterally questions there. That's why I don't think he can play um, guard or, or the, the three really uh, on defense just because he's just not really uh, well. Um, he doesn't move well side to side enough. And yeah. uh, and when he's guarding bigs and, and he's playing drop, he's still too handsy. He's going to foul a lot. Uh, wasn't called for a, a ton. I think it was like three or four. I, I don't remember. Uh, but you know, he he was very antsy, jumping up and on and uh, got got to, was susceptible to the pit, to the pump fakes, and that's something he's just gonna need to clean up. But you know, he's a young big man. Like that's something he'll work on. I, I loved how much he was pushing in transition. Rebound, go, rebound, go, yep. rebound, go. Look up, 
the he had a lob pass in transition off like a one dribble looked up through a little nice dime like he made some beautiful passes just him as a connector was great uh what do you think um yeah i thought his best his best came in transition when he was really able to push the pace he was able to get to the rim avoid con like avoid offensive fouls while drawing contact to get to the free throw line um offensively i thought his passing was good i thought sometimes he made some risky passes which is okay um you can kind of weed that out but the the, the fact that the vision yeah the feel the iq is there that's something you can't teach you can you know you can help him turn the ball over less you know maybe not force some passes but the fact that he can even see those passes to begin with is impressive um the biggest concern is defensively i don't really know who he guards um Hit, lateral movement isn't really there. The drop movement isn't really there. I think what's intriguing, and this is something that I stated and I got some pushback for, is I think he's more of a five long term. Um, he's just getting into his body. The kid's 19 years old. Um, he put on 25 pounds. He's like 6'10, 6'11 now, 240, 245. That's a center in the league. Um, I know he came in as like a like a three two whatever it, it doesn't yeah. matter what you come in as it's what your body is Giannis didn't come in as a power forward he's a fucking power forward center now not saying this kid is Giannis I'm just saying bodies develop and you know that should be taken into consideration yeah. if he can survive in drop coverage I think he has a role in the league man I like the way he was shooting the ball the jumper looked nice um the vision's always nice his he's always like tipping even his misses which is which is something that's nice to see um, and he didn't really foul too much. <laughs> yeah, Djokovic doesn't worry about defense. Defense work. Yeah, for for sure. Yeah, and that's that's probably the best way to put it. Um, yeah, man. He's uh, and and he's in a great spot because if he does stay here, um, Bam is the perfect five to play next to. Um, yeah, he can he can guard the matchups. He's not uh, great against. Like it, it's a little bit like if he can get to a Kelly level defensively where he's just a solid team defender not antsy like that's, that's survive that's good enough just don't be uh we were talking about it on playback today which by the way we'll, we'll be doing a lot of playbacks for some please uh in, so, guys it was a lot of fun just talking shit uh talking hoops <laughs> um but if he can just not be noticeable like it's like an offensive lineman like you don't want to know his name on defense that's fine he doesn't need to make plays defensively just be in the right spot don't get picked on and uh with his offensive game um it, it'll be enough and he he did a lot of good things still has things to work on but you know like you said he's 19 he's growing into his body I, I was very encouraged let's get into the other guys um orlando robinson uh what you know standard contract guy jamal kane if you didn't know he didn't play today he had a sprained ankle uh, from practice but orlando robinson started what'd you like about him today um what i liked the most about him was the three <laughs> i'll be very honest um i don't think we're very we're very honest about him. I don't know where he fits in as a roller due to his lack of athleticism, which was displayed today on a couple lobs that he could not finish or a couple shots that he couldn't get off the ground in time. But man, his his three point shooting, his pick and pop, his ability to space the floor is something that was always mentioned, but we never really saw at least last year in the summer league or in um we saw it sometimes in, in very limited G League time, but. Um, his ability to shoot, man, uh, for somebody that big, if you can shoot, that does wonders for your team, especially because he's not a great roller. I thought he looked a little bit better defensively today. Um, still had like five fouls, which is, you know, summer league, it is what it is. But um, that was the most impressive thing, honestly, is just his ability to shoot. 
I don't know where he fits long term. I guess he's a nice he's he's a nice third center to have, and you can definitely see some um tools there. The skill set is there. I just don't know if the athleticism is going to um hinder put a cap on how well he or how much he can play in the, at the next level. But he hustles, and that's that's great for somebody that big to you know just be constantly like attacking the rim, trying to get tip ins, trying to get bought um you know tip outs, grab rebounds in traffic. Which it, the activity is nice. So the activity and the shooting are my two takeaways. What did you think? We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Uh, I'll get to it right now. Chat says, uh, end of the show, they want to know if we would prefer uh, JJJ or Jovic in a t- Dave Drain. Oh, man, uh, we have some. We have some. Yeah. We have some thoughts. We have some. Uh, somebody also says, uh, Lich's agenda commissioner says, I don't know, man. J- Jovic for Dave Drain doesn't <laughs> seem fair to us. They need to give us a swap for the best Nikola in the NBA. Um, <laughs> uh, Orlando, I, I, you know, I wasn't a big fan of him last year just because what you said, like, um, he brings some flashes to the table but athletically like he doesn't move great laterally nor vertically um so i have my concerns him having some form of a three-point shot definitely can change the math there for you um Mm -hmm. but and and there were some nice footwork plays in the post um you know played through physicality decently Mm -hmm. but he just wasn't very efficient enough i need to see more from him it wasn't a, a good enough performance for me to say like i love this guy or anything like that he's uh He's been rewarded with a standard contract uh, right now, and I, I need to see a little more from him. But solid enough game one. Um, definitely stuff to build off of. Um, but, yeah, like the pick-and-pop shooting, if he can get that consistently, that's that's going to be really helpful for him. But it, it'll come – it'll show differently once they start guarding that. And now this was a surprise. Now now they know this is in the, the toolbox. Um, let's get into the next guy. I want to talk about uh, your boy, Drew Peterson. He was the uh, one of the other guys hey. in our lineup. Uh, Drew Peterson, undrafted rookie out of uh, USC, uh, twenty three years old, six eight, uh, white boy. If you if you watch, <laughs> uh, if you're a Canes fan, you remember him in the tournament. Uh, gave gave the the white boy who gave UM fits with his shooting. That's the guy who, on the Heat summer league team. What do you think about him? So um, I tweeted it out actually. Like he has a very boring stat line: four <laughs> points, four rebounds four assists, 23 minutes, shot one for three from, from the field, all on three-pointers. You're like, what did this guy do to, today? Um, he four, four assists, first of all, for somebody who barely touched the ball, is extremely impressive. Some of those cross-court finds to Jaime in the corner, to Audige in the corner, 
somebody we'll touch on later, obviously. But I just thought his ability to fit in was impressive. Considering you already know the level of shooter he is, his ability to do other things on the basketball floor. This is my favorite guy heading into this. Um, I think it bodes well for him. Um, defensively, I thought he didn't really stick out. Like you said, two steals and a block. The stats were there. He was impactful defensively, making some moves. He stayed in front of his guy in the first quarter a couple times, was able to cut off the drive. Uh, it's just, you know, it, it's tough that he only shot the ball three times because if he has a good shooting day, we're talking about him in a completely different light. I don't think the looks were there, but I thought he he helped get the teammates looks, and that's something you want to see from a role player. I thought he the most impressive thing besides the passing was his ability to attack those closeouts and make the right decision. He, I think almost all of his assists, except for the lob to Jaime, shout out, he threw, you know, he threw a nice little lob to Jaime, the the South California collect, uh, connection there, but was his ability to attack closeouts and, and make the right reads, man. What did you think of him? Because I, I thought I was a lot higher on him than most people. <laughs> no, I, I remember him vividly cooking uh, the cane. So <laughs> I, I was aware of this guy. I, I couldn't agree with everything you said more. Uh, I think you nailed it. I don't even want to touch anything else because that, that was perfect. Uh, I just want to get into Drew Smith right now. He is uh, one of the two-way guys. He was in the starting lineup. Uh, Drew, we talked about it in playback. He's just that guy offensively that's just knows where it's to be. Like anytime it's a loose ball, scramble situation, he's he, he's in the right place. Um, shot the ball decently. His form looks a lot better, mm -hmm. a lot quicker, a lot neater. That was something we were looking for. He improved a lot when um, he was with the Nets organization. He got picked up by the Nets last year and uh, joined their summer league, uh, their excuse me, their J League team. He did a really good job there. Uh, his numbers, uh, you put, you talked about it on playback, but his numbers shooting uh, above the break and in the corner were insane. Do you want to? Do you have those ready for it? Yeah. Um, so uh, last last year in the G League, he shot forty six percent from the corner on twenty four threes, eleven for twenty four, and thirty seven percent on above the break threes. And specifically with the Nets, he almost shot fifty percent in the corner and shot a little bit better than forty one percent on above the break threes. So his his shot improvement, something that you know, like you said, just came a long way. Yeah, absolutely. And and his handle and feel still isn't great there. He's more of an off guard. Uh, but mm -hmm. if he, he needs to be able to hit that shot, and he did a decent job. His form is it, being quicker yeah, is definitely more encouraging defensively. He made plays, good positioning, strong, uh, made hustle plays, made good reads, good decisions. Like he's just solid, solid, solid player. Like he's definitely one of those heat guys that you're you're annoyed. At. We talked about him like the guard, uh, PJ Tucker with a, yeah. a little bit quicker shot. So that's that's a guy I, I wasn't really fond of last year, but he he did a, a good job today. Um, do you want to add anything to that or do you want to go to the next guy? Um, I thought he was good, like you stated. Just right place, right time. Um, doesn't really make mistakes, which is something that's cool. Besides the first turnover, he threw literally off of the tip off, whatever. Um, <laughs> just knows where to be, fills up the stat sheet. More of an off guard, was good defensively. I, I got to hand you the keys, man. I'm going to throw you the lob because this is your guy. Um, you got to talk about Jamari Bouye. Jamari Bouye. That's mine. That's a pregame and legend. Uh, that's mine and Kenny's guy. And, and you know, Trevon uh, was talking about it in chat with us. So she never really saw what it was with him, but it was just always the smoothness in his game. The first step is elite. We, we were talking about on playback that the one thing we really wish Jamari would add is just a quicker trigger on the three-point catch. But every time he passed up an open three, he got to the paint, got to the rim, 
kicked it out to a better shooter uh, or finished at the rim. And he was great. He was just filled up the stat sheet. Uh, nine assists, two steals, great positional defense, point of attack defense, swarming. Um, they're just great uh, point guard play. Got everybody uh, involved. <laughs> Chat says he's ugly as fuck, but he can def hoop. I call I call him Similac because that boy's skinny, hit, and that hairline <laughs> is uh, aged and defined. Aged. Um, but I love that kid. He's he plays uh, with a lot of heart and and just smooth, smooth, effortless, and, and he gets he's he's like surprisingly quick like he he knows how to change speeds uh chat saying he needs to go bald i absolutely I, agree. we were talking about it on playback yeah we he has a, a three-point arc on his on his head poor guy man <laughs> he's he needs to get, give it up i think his uh his game will unlock a, another level once he does uh but do you want to add on onto jamari do you want to get to to chase because uh chat has been asking for him oh man just really quick on bouye like you stated his ability to get to the rim is what is impressive. Um, I'm glad they gave him a two-way because I think at the very minimum, he deserves that. Yeah. Um, defensively, you can tell he's really long. I think the dunk to end the game opened some eyes for some people, but um, his ability to hang in the air and switch hands in the air is also very nice. Yeah, the ball is for the aerodynamic, for <laughs> sure, for sure. 100%. Uh, yeah, no, definitely. And and he need those kind of guys, uh, especially at the guard spot. Uh, but let's mm-hmm. get into Chase. Um I don't know. Adish. There you go. Adish. Out of Northwestern, undrafted free agent. Uh, he's a combo guard, uh, more of a two um, in the NBA, but he played some one in, in college. We talked about him uh, on our preview pod, but uh, he was very impressive. Uh, you want to dive in on that? Oh, man. Uh, so his biggest thing when you were watching the tape is he was just asked to do too much offensively, create his own shot, do this. Today, we literally just saw him off ball and his off ball shooting numbers were good in college as well as his defense. But man, today he just, he, he lit, he don't, he just caught fire from the three point line was very good. Four for seven from there. Um, got to the rim. You saw his athleticism on a dunk. He handled once in pick and roll and he was able to get to the floater and hit the floater, which is something that I, you know, you like to see. Um, he just really doesn't, he wasn't really doing much three and D shooting guard. Exactly. That's exactly the kind of guy he is defensively i will say for as good as he was in college i think there's a learning curve off ball specifically got a little bit lost sometimes didn't really know where to be took a little bit too many risks which is cool because you can improve that in film room on the ball his intensity was felt yeah so yeah his activity uh, his intensity um his uh pressure he he created mm-hmm. like just being swarming annoying one thing i noticed he was getting elbowed so much like even after plays <laughs> uh, on dead ball situations he's getting elbows just because guys are annoyed with him yep. um but yeah he shot the ball well four seven from three like you mentioned we talked about it in the preview um he asked to do too much he shot uh he shot like 32 percent from three i believe it was but it was 83 percent from the line in college and uh 65 of his threes were assisted so he had to do a lot of it late clock off the dribble and that's not his game four of seven he had a couple bad misses to the right we talked about that a little bit too um just just with his his kind of shot that it's like a kind of a, a swivel shot uh, on the uh on the the rele- release a uh, little bit to the right but you know it wasn't too bad he made the most of his opportunity and you know he created plays created uh turnovers and and that's the kind of guy like you said once they get some coaching into him they can kind of tame that dog 
he's he's gonna yep. be a point of attack defender and uh if he can get to that level off the ball and just clean up some things he, he'll be a very useful weapon yeah th- this is a guy who in theory should only get better defensively as he watches more film as they start like you know saying tone it down here free yourself here do this do that so i'm that curious for him yeah he needs a head on a swivel, man. That's that's where he was really struggling the most. But um, yeah, man, uh, he he has a lot of tools already on that end that we're really excited about. Is there anybody else you wanted to t- talk about? Um, uh, not really, man. I I think we talked about all the players that we needed to talk about. Um, Taylor Funk hit a three. That's kind of what he's there for. <laughs> um, Caleb Daniels. Um, the shot looked good on one shot, looked bad on the other three. Caught a lob. Again, these are uh, Daniels is somebody that they gave a, an exhibit, and I think it's called an exhibit ten. I don't really know what that is. I'm not Brian, so uh, I don't really know what that is. But um, he didn't really stand out. Didn't really nobody looked bad today. That's kind of the takeaway from this is you know he culture is still fucking strong, guys. Like, <laughs> that's that's the biggest takeaway. We can turn anybody into a decent player. Nobody looked bad, but these guys didn't stand out uh, amongst a lot of people that stood out. Is there anybody you wanted to touch on in specific? Um, that's it. I, I, I wanted to see uh, Powell. Uh, that was somebody that they were supposedly yep. high on, Justin Powell um, out of Washington State. and uh, Londe Williams. Londe Williams. Uh, that was the G League guard that was a late ad, maybe hasn't practiced enough. That's probably why they haven't gotten him. I'm excited to see Kane as well. I thought I felt like the connectivity uh, with especially the two drafted uh, first-rounders um, was really well that they commanded the, the court off offensively really strongly uh defensively they both can play better but i i loved what i saw um as a whole for them you know it's i'm not expecting a 22 year old and a 20 year old to be fully developed um the you know when i have an issue with uh Hakez's lateral quicknesses because that's something that he needs to fix and yeah. uh and yovish is too like it's not it's it, if they have weaknesses that are red flags that that's different than like a you know, he could be better with this, uh, with his mid range kind of deal. Like that, that's detrimental if, if they don't fix that. Uh, but Hakez and, and Jovic both showed that, uh, even with weaknesses, they're still capable. They're still rotation guys right now. Like I, like we talked about it on playback, I'm comfortable with Jovic being a 15 minute guy offensively, defensively needs work, but I loved what I've seen so far. I love, especially from year to year. Yep. A completely different player than last year in the summer league. Like last year, Jovic looked rough in the summer league, guys. Like he had one good game. Every other game was kind of trouble. Um, but uh, Frankie, man, I think this is the question. This is the question of the day, man. At the end of the day, we know some of these guys aren't going to be here. So the question I pose to you, and um, uh, Christian also put it up on Twitter, was who are you? <laughs> How would you rank these three assets in terms of you wanting to keep them? Hakez, Jovic, Caleb Martin. Um, so I love Caleb. It's the one-year deal. It's you already have yep. Josh um, and his injury history. Uh, like I, I ultimately my real answer is I think uh, Portland's going to ask for all three of them, and ultimately, yeah. you got to give this them is the hypothetical. Up. But um, I think Caleb, I'm the most comfortable with. I think. He, I love Jovic and Hakez. I, I do like Hakez a lot. Uh, I love Jovic. I feel like Jovic has a higher ceiling, but Hakez has a way higher floor. Um, I, I agree. 
And I, I'm kind of torn between them because I, I, I think Hawkes, I, I think I go Hawkes just because you're in the Jimmy Winnow era. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would rather four years of Hawkes than three years of, of Jovic if that's that's the tiebreaker there. Because um, I still think, I, I think Hawkes, you can plug him in for 20 minutes right now and he'll be fine. Jovic, because of his the position he has to play and guard, um, I think he's uh, 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 he can play 10 minutes right now. But I think uh, within a year is when, or maybe sometime mid mid uh, year, depending how he plays in G League and practices and continues to develop, um, maybe that he gets to those twenty minutes this year. But I'm more comfortable in Hakez being ready. What about you? Yeah, I think I think the way I'd I'd um, want to keep them would be Hakez one, Caleb two, and Jovic three. Like in terms of, I would like. I would feel more comfortable giving away Jovic after he just had a fucking spectacular game, as I say that. Just in the win-now era, like you said, they're trying to win now. Um, I don't know how much Spo is going to trust Jovic, especially defensively with his ability to stick on the floor. Um, but, man, I the real the real answer is shit. I wish they can keep all of these guys. It's fun watching um, the, the, young, the young kids who... But uh, it's it's tough decisions that they're gonna have to make. I'm glad I'm not making those decisions. But um, realistically, I think <laughs> if we're talking from a team building standpoint, I think Caleb fetches you the most out there. Yeah. So that's something that they might want to explore. And it's not because Caleb is bad. It's the fucking complete opposite. It's just that he has two years left on his deal. One of them is the player option that he's either only opting into if he gets hurt this year, or he's opting out of and you're losing him for nothing. And We'll see where this goes. Obviously, it's way too soon. Um, that's why I have him too. Um, but realistically, Jovic might give you three years left on his contract. He might give you two and a half. He might give you two if they don't really trust him this year. As opposed to, I think, Hawkins is going to... I think you'll pretty confident saying he'll be three and a half years and he'll be a rotation player for all three and a half years. On on Maybe he'll half a season learning curve or whatever. Yeah, for sure. Like, Hawkins, one of the, the biggest appeals was him just his... Uh, ready now ability to contribute and uh you know if they whether they land dame whether he's in the package or not like i, I think he's going to be a good pro and uh I, I like him i uh like i said my my draft night reaction was more of a sh- shock because I, I felt like there was other guys to go but you know i'm not i i'm not opposed to the to the he being uh right and me being wrong that's that doesn't bother me at all uh but guys thank you guys for joining us uh, appreciate luke for joining me here uh, Lou, where can the people find you at? Hey man, Saucy Takes on Twitter. It's right on the it's right on the screen. If you're listening, it's at Saucy Takes with the Z at the end, all together, no spaces. Um, tune in, man. We should I should be posting some summer league content on there, just some thoughts and stuff. I've already started, and you know, follow me along for the ride, man. Thank you guys for sure. And uh, uh, you know, Siobhan said she's gonna do a thread. Um, possibly tomorrow about the game and her thoughts as well. Uh, <laughs> chat says Lou is the, is the hood, Brady Hawk. That's hilarious. Uh, we're going to be doing more summer league uh, playbacks, guys. Stay tuned with us. We had some technical difficulties today, but we got to figure it out. And uh, that's why we had a late start. So uh, join us for more uh, p- playbacks in summer league. We'll have a lot of fun. We'll, uh, you can post links and tweets in there. We can chat it up, talk about uh, our thoughts on, on uh, the NBA and everything. Uh, let us uh, have a great evening, everybody. We love you guys. Um, thanks for being a part of Heat Beat. Peace. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about, but why? 
what do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.